And so here is the first question that was posed verbatim. So again, I hope that's okay with everyone submitting questions. I'm pretty much just cutting and pasting to honor the, the authenticity of the question to make sure I'm capturing it correctly. My almost three-year-old is such a good listener, except when it comes to dinner time. At almost every meal to struggle to keep her in her chair focused on eating, almost every meal time includes timeouts and getting frustrated both on her end and ours and a battle to get her to eat. So any tips without using dessert and food as rewards? Why yes, yes I do have some tips. <laughs> so this is a fantastic question, very common. Lots of parents struggling with this very issue. So thank you to whoever asked it. I am going to, okay, there, excellent. So here are the desired goals really of dinner time. If I were to think of it personally, I want to set the stage for dinner time to be an enjoyable family event. Um, not every family has that goal in mind and not every family is really trying to achieve that. But I'm thinking based on this particular parent's question is I, I put myself in that parent's shoes and I thought the reason that this parent is so frustrated is because dinner is not fun. The child is being dysregulated and, and upset. The parents are becoming upset. It's not turning into a good time. So I read between the lines and I said, you know what, I think this parent probably wants dinner to be an enjoyable family event. I do in my home, but again, that's um, every family and situation is different. So that could be goal number one. Goal number two is creating healthy lifelong eating habits. So again, as parents, we have lots of questions about my child will only eat chicken nuggets and french fries, my child will only eat animal crackers, my child will only eat. And so um, dinner time is unpleasant because we're not wanting to stay focused on eating. So I thought, yeah, these are really our two big takeaways. It's in a nutshell, it's I want family time, family dinner time to be fun, enjoyable, and I want my kids to learn how to eat in a healthy way. Okay, great. So with that in mind, with that lens in mind, I'm asking myself, what is dinner time like for a three-year-old? So if you were to stop and think about what is dinner time like for a three-year-old, I've come up with a couple of different things. I'm thinking that, oops, I didn't want to do that yet. I'm thinking that dinner time can be, in all sincerity, fairly, a fairly unpleasant event. And I don't mean just this person's question. I mean, dinner time can actually be kind of boring. So when we're thinking about it from a three-year-old's perspective, I have to sit contained. There are rules about sitting at the table and eating. Um, I have to wait patiently. I have to wait my turn. Everybody is here taking turns and engaging in activity and conversation. And for me, this isn't really a whole lot of fun. One possibility. And I'm not, again, I'm talking generically, like as a three-year-old, whenever you see three-year-olds at, at restaurants, or if you see three-year-olds, you know, in any family home eating a, a family or eating a, a meal together. The second thing is dinner, and we have to keep this in mind for three-year-olds. The second thing is dinner, um, we can be tired. Like I'm tired at dinner time and I'm a grown-up. But we can really be dealing with that time of day when children have become both hungry and tired. So we could be dealing with hangry and we've really lost a lot of our capacity to internally regulate or self-regulate because A, I'm hungry, B, I'm tired. So I just don't have, I don't have much to give anymore. 
Like I can't self-regulate to the degree that I want to anymore because this is just, you're asking too much of me. So when I was thinking in that lens of what is dinner time like for a three-year-old, generically, any three-year-old, I was also thinking about this parent's question and there was no mention of breakfast or lunch. It was specifically, my kiddo is a really good listener. Here, let me even back up if you don't mind. My three-year-old is such a, my almost three-year-old is such a good listener, except when it comes to dinner time. So I couldn't help but ask, what's different about dinner? Like, how come, like maybe if the child is successful at breakfast or successful at lunch, why is dinner time the rub? So questions that popped into my head when I was thinking about that is, again, tired. Is this three-year-old, almost three-year-old, so old two, young three, just tired? Like, dude, I'm done. Possibility number one. Possibility number two, is dinner different because there's more people involved? So now breakfast and lunch but might be way, and that's going to bleed into the next one where it says more formality. Breakfast and lunch might be really in the car, on the run, maybe I eat breakfast when I'm in my car seat and I'm eating a granola bar on the way to daycare. Maybe breakfast is super informal where the cartoons are on and so I get to just like self-feed myself a, um, a toasted waffle while mom and dad are getting ready. And so I'm watching cartoons, eating a waffle or, or eating dry cereal. So maybe it's just a uh, dinner time is a more formal event with more people around me. Mom and dad are both at the table or multiple adults are at the table, multiple children are at the table. And now all of a sudden it's an entirely different experience, particularly if this child is, um, I don't know, again, I don't have more information if it's an only child or if it's a sibling, you know, an older sibling, a younger sibling. I don't know if this kiddo's in daycare. So that's why I thought, well, I wonder what lunch and dinner or breakfast and lunch are like and how come there wasn't mention of that. So too tired, more people, more formality, more rules, breakfast and lunch are just more fun because it's low key, it's informal. And or is dinner time the time that we are exploring and offering a lot more dinner food options? So maybe breakfast is, is standard, right? Pop-tarts, I'm not a very healthy mom, am I? Uh, maybe some frozen waffles, maybe some um, dry cereal, maybe some really healthy granola bars, maybe um, even scrambled eggs, but it's simple foods that we know the child likes. And then lunch, let's pretend that's a stay-at-home mom or let's pretend it's childcare and let's pretend lunch is again, kid-friendly. It's chicken nuggets, it's macaroni and cheese, it's, it's things that we know kids like, whether I'm in a daycare setting and I'm getting the food that is served at daycare for kiddos or I'm at home with mom and so she's putting together easy peasy things that she knows a three-year-old is gonna like. So maybe dinner time is really where we are introducing all of the different kinds of foods like chili and goulash and, and you know, chicken cordon bleu and kind of all these wonky foods that the kid's like, dude, where, where's my mac and cheese and my chicken nugget? So these thoughts all kind of went through my head when I was thinking about this particular question and thinking about it from the lens of a three-year-old. So why would a, a very um, kind of well-behaved, you know, good listening, compliant three-year-old really struggle at dinner time? So with that said, here are my, what time is it? Oh, it's 1.11 already. Shoot, Carrie, you need to step up your game. So what are my steps to success? So number one, I want a giant, huge reset button. So I would like to challenge this particular parent to be comfortable pushing reset and just wiping the slate clean and starting this game over. I want to focus solely on creating an enjoyable dinnertime experience 
because my second goal is create healthy eating habits and I'm gonna get there as you'll see these steps unfold. But my first goal is I want to enjoy dinner. I just don't want us all yelling and timeouting and, and upset and crying and such, etc. Cetera, et cetera, both adults and kids. So reset. Number two, completely neutral, no eating expectation at all. What? How can you say that, Carrie? Okay, you'll see where I'm going with this. But I'm truly saying, if I'm going to reset button this whole event, and I just want dinner to be fun. Like, honestly, I just want dinner to be fun. I'm really going to take eating off the table. Ha, huh? no pun intended. <laughs> um, we're going to come to the table and enjoy being with each other. That's it. So I have zero expectation of if my two to three-year-old eats anything. So I'm going to set a visual timer for how long we're at the table. And this is one of my very favorite um, visual timers. You can use a sand timer. You don't have to use this time timer. But honestly, this time timer has, I have three of them. No lie. I have little, medium, and big. And they are lifesavers in, in little people's brains. And even a lot of grown-up brains and middle-aged kids, right? So I would set this timer probably for what you think is developmentally and age appropriate. How long do you think it's appropriate to have your three-year-old sit at the table? And now, again, food is irrelevant. I don't care if you eat or not. That's not why we're here. We're here to enjoy being together. We're here to enjoy being at the table because we have to retrain this three-year-old's brain to find dinner time and enjoyable experience. So if I set the timer for 10 minutes, and again, maybe that's low, like maybe you want it to be more than that, you know your kid, but let's say I set the timer for 10 minutes and I say, okay, I'm gonna call the kiddo Kenna because I have a Kenna. So I'm gonna be like, okay, Kenna, it's dinner time. Here's the timer, 10 minutes. And, and you'll notice that this time timer only the 10 minutes will be red. And so I'll say to Kenna, I'll be like, sweet baby, you just stay at the table while the red shows. And when the red is all gone, you could ask to be excused. So. We're going to enjoy table, we're going to, or dinner, we're going to have a good time. When the red is all gone, you can say, mom, can I be excused or get down, please, or whatever your kiddo is going to say. And, um, and that's, the only, that's the only time that you have to be at the table. So we're going to make it pleasant. Set a timer and remain neutral. So number one, dinner should be enjoyable, so she should want to be there. So if now, if I'm not forcing her to eat, if I'm not nagging or reprimanding, if I'm not making food an issue, and I'm just having a silly good time at dinner, and I don't mean like off the chart silly, like we're throwing food or, or being ridiculous, I mean we're enjoying family time, then she should really like being there for those 10 minutes. Or if you set it for longer or set it for shorter, whatever is your family you know, need. So she should really want to be there. Um, it shouldn't be painful or unpleasant. Second is let her down when the timer goes off, regardless of what she's eaten. Again, food's off the table. That's not a thing. That's not part of the game. So when the timer goes off, if Kenna says, get down, I say, yeah, sweet baby, you get down. Good job staying up at the table for 10 minutes. I love you. Kisses. And I let her down. No argument, no problem, no pain. If she asks for food later, this is where it's going to get painful. Simply let her know that dinner's over and the next meal is breakfast. Whoa! <laughs> so I'm not upset. I am not upset whether she tried the chicken and rice casserole and the broccoli and, and the bread and butter. 
if my meal is, I'm going to go with a super easy standard in my house. Let's pretend I made spaghetti because I always make spaghetti. So I do garlic bread and green beans and spaghetti. That's my dinner. We're all eating dinner. I put a few little spaghetti noodles on her plate. I put a little bit of green beans on her plate. I put a little bit of garlic bread on her plate. I give her something of everything. And she could be saying, no, mommy, no, mommy. I don't care that she says, no, mommy, I'm not going to fight her. I'm not going to make it a thing. I'll be like, that's okay, Kenny, honey, you don't have to eat it. I'll just put it on your plate if you want to. She's going to be like, what? What did you just say? I don't have to eat it. If I that's okay, sweet baby. I'll just put the food on the table. You can have it if you want. And then her plate can just be there at the table. There's no expectation. If she plays with it, if she touches it, great, as long as it's not a mess. Um, so none of this is an issue. I'm not counting food bites. I'm not telling her two more bites. I'm not telling her she has to try everything. It's a non-issue because my goal is resetting family time where I want dinner to be an enjoyable experience. This is not me and this is not my kid. <laughs> this, is a, this is a picture from the internet, but I just want her to have a good 10 minutes at my dinner table because I'm resetting that experience. With that being said, when I have reset dinner as a positive experience, then I'm not having to battle her being there and I'm not having to monitor food. Here's the other thing. If I back up, number four, kids are geniuses. They are very fast learners. This will not take long. If she gets down and gets to go play Barbies or gets to go play with puzzles or whatever else, and I'm, I made her a girl. I hope the mom said that this is a little girl. Um, if she gets to go down and play and we're all still eating for 15 more minutes, that's cool. If she wants to rejoin us and we're still eating, great. Yeah, baby, you can come on back up. You betcha. So let's pretend she did 10 minutes for the red timer. She got down. And then she comes back and says, I want to eat now. Yeah, okay, you can come eat now. Absolutely. So she can get up and she can start eating. I'm not going to withhold that option once the red timer goes off because we're still eating. We're still at the table. The other caveat to this is if dinner has been cleared, she didn't eat a thing. It was happy and lovely and wonderful. She got down. We cleared the table and dinner is over. In an hour where she says, mommy, I have animal crackers. I say, oh no, sweet baby, dinner's all over. We'll eat breakfast in the morning. Yeah, you could end up with some tears. And that's okay. If she's upset, she can be, yeah, I know, honey, you're hungry. I know being hungry is hard. I know animal crackers are super yummy. Absolutely. We will have breakfast in the morning, honey. You don't have to get upset because she's upset. You don't have to reprimand. You don't have to lecture. You don't have to berate her for not eating because she's only three, not even three. So she'll make the connection like this. You, there's no like, well, if you would have eaten while we were at the table, you wouldn't be hungry right now. No, no, no. She's, she's two. She's three years old. Don't do that. Like, really? It's like, oh, hungry's hard. I know. Hungry's hard. We'll eat in the morning. And then really, she will learn this pattern in like two or three days like this. No, no problem at all. Okay. So it is actually one, it's 119. Um, I hope I covered that in 15 minutes. 